0: Nationalist sport. Athletics. Molly Scott breaks Irish 60 metres indoor record. Article by Kieran Murphy. Molly Scott achieved a lifetime goal when she broke the Irish indoor 60 metre record to become the fastest Irish woman ever over the distance. Running a time of 7.23, she smashed the existing record of 7.27 on Saturday at the Inter-Varsities game in Athlone. That morning, the Carlo runner had equaled the previous record which had been set by Amy Foster four years ago. The reaction in the stadium told her she had broken the record. Initially, her time was recorded at 7.25, which was then rounded down to 7.23. When I crossed the line, I heard roars in the crowd, so I felt I must have done it. It is kind of surreal. I cannot believe I am the fastest ever in Ireland over the distance. Nine times out of ten your dreams and goals don't always come through but this was an actual goal that I had. There were distractions before she got to the start but she regrouped and focused on the event. Even before the race I was in a rush getting down to the start line. I was saying to myself okay I have to go now even now I really can't believe it. These days don't come around that often. She had gone into the championships in a good frame of mind but an Irish record wasn't preoccupying her over the weekend. I didn't think I would get the national record on Saturday. I thought I would get it one day but I didn't think it would come as quick she said afterwards while she also admitted that as far back as when she was 10 years old she dreamt she would become an Irish record holder. The St. O'Toole athlete is in a good place at the moment. She is doing a barrister law degree in King's Inn and she is travelling to Ostrava in the Czech Republic for the World Indoors Silver Tour meeting. On Saturday, she goes to Glasgow for the Dynamics New Athletics event which features athletes from Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England, Spain and Turkey. It is quite tough but I am enjoying it, she says. For her, all is good in mind and body. Perhaps she discovered a successful formula in that she didn't overdo her training in the lead up to the weekend. I found a program that suits me, and since September I had a program which I was happy with and which suited my body. I took two or three days' rest and hoped for the best. Thankfully, it worked out. She has been provided with a car by Darren Hayes Motors Ltd, Barrow Valley Retail Park, Grey Cullen, for which she is extremely grateful. And which has been a great help in getting to events and mixing her studies with her athletics. GAA Alliance National Football League Division 4, Round 1. London overturned 10 point second half deficit to inflict shock defeat on Carlo. Article by Kieran Murphy. London 2, 11 points. Carlo, 1 goal and 13 points. There are turning points and there are turning points. On Saturday at Netwatch Cullen Park in this NFL Division 4 first-round game, there is no doubt where this game turned against Carlo. With just over 25 minutes left, a London player took possession underneath the stand just inside his own half about 40 metres out. He looked to have been fouled, yet he wasn't awarded a free. Once again he appeared to have been fouled, but the whistle didn't blow. From there, events happened. In hindsight now, and even analysing the moment in real time, a free to the visitors would have stopped what eventually took place. In frustration, players tussled and pulled at each other. A London player ended up on the ground, and when the dust settled, Jamie Clark received a straight red card. The Bagnellstown Gales man had been outstanding up to then. Without him, Carlo quickly lost their way, and from a point where they had led by ten about six minutes previously, Carlo were in a perilous position. It had all started so well. Clark nudged the home side ahead with a point on ten minutes. Four minutes later Colum Hulton got ahead of his marker, took the ball cleanly in the air and rifled it to the back of the net. Clark chipped in with another point before London pointed with a Killian Butler mark. The home side were in almost full control. Josh Moore bisected the posts. Hulton added a brace, but the home side were given a reminder that they couldn't take anything for granted when Carlo keeper Kieran Cunningham had to time his jump to perfection to deny London a great goal chance. By halftime, the barrow led 1-7 to 3 points. When Shane Clarke and Conor Crowley nailed two more points, a home victory looked certain. Just before the red card, Carlo were warned when Fergal McMahon, Gavigan and Enda McCormick all raised white flags. Without Clark's pace and penetration, Carlo looked vulnerable. Enda McCormick added another London point and his teammate Stephen Dornan also got on the score sheet. Disaster befell Carlo on 53 minutes and London were given a strong scent of victory when Enda McCormick scored a goal. Hulton replied for Carlo with an excellent point but that failed to lift his players. Instead, London were remorseless. On 53 minutes, the London revival was complete as Carlo flagged under the visitors' intensity. The home defence conceded once again when Liam Gallagher couldn't get in the decisive shot himself, but when the ball ran loose, Gavaghan was on hand to fire home. Butler added another point to leave the Londoners too clear. Carlo battled back, and a Hulton free narrowed the gap to the minimum. The 14 men threw everything at London in those closing minutes. At times they gave the ball away, but fought tenaciously to retrieve possession. At one stage, Cunningham came to the halfway line in an effort to make up for the shortage in numbers. At that stage, London were confident and held their shape. Some of the Carlo legs were visibly wilting. Losing is never easy. Losing, when perhaps some of it was self-inflicted, hurts even more so. Yet leaving aside those key moments in the second half, there was a lot of positives to be taken from the first 40 minutes or so. At the end heads didn't drop. Tired bodies had to settle for second best against a London side who turned the screw when the opportunities arose. The teams London Noel Marr, Cahill Long Matt Moynihan Nathan McElween, Ronan Sloan Owen Walsh Owen Flanagan James Hines Thomas Lenehan Liam Gallagher Liam Gavahan won goal and three points. Evan Wynn, Enda McCormick, one goal and two points. Stephen Dornan, one point. Killian Butler, three points. The subs, Conor O'Neill for Long, 34 minutes. Fergal McMahon, one point for Hines, half-time. James Gallagher, one point for McIlwain, 46 minutes. Christopher Farley for Lenehan, 56 minutes. Bobby O'Regan for McCormack 67 minutes. The Carlo team, Kieran Cunningham, Liam Roberts, Keegan Bradley, Dara Curran, Dara O'Brien, Jamie McCabe, Shane Buggy, Myrta Ware, Conor Doyle, Josh Moore, 1 point, Jamie Clark, 2 points, Shane Clark, 1 point, Conor Crowley, 3 points, Dara Foley, 1 point from a free, Colum Hulton, 1 goal and 5 points, 2 points from frees, and the subs, Niall Hickey for McCabe, 55 minutes, Sean Bambrick for Bradley, 55 minutes, Podrick Hines for Ware, 63 minutes. Cormac Lomax for Doyle, 67 minutes. The referee, Chris Maguire of Clare. Hurling, Keogh Cup, round three. Westmead take Keogh Cup, but Mullally's men well set for start of league. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Westmead one goal and 14 points. Carlo, 12 points. Westmead won the Keogh Cup when they proved too good for Carlo at Netwatch Cullen Park on Sunday. This might have been labelled a final, but while it was a winner-take-all, it was still only a group game, with the top side in the group lifting the silverware. The first half was played at a pedestrian pace, with a level of experimentation being exercised by the respective management teams. These two counties know each other well enough now, so it was never a question of revealing their hand. Instead, players concentrated on getting through the challenge without incurring any injuries or more infuriatingly silly red cards. Managers do hope to learn a little more about fringe players while young players try to put any inhibitions they may have aside and learn to live and hurl with those who have done it all before. Six minutes in, the visitors opened the scoring as Kevin Regan flighted over a point from play. Three minutes later, Shane McGovern extended the lead before Chris Nolan got Carlo off the mark with a free. Three points on the trot from Jack Gillen kept Westmeath on the forefront. Carlo replied with another Nolan free and when the Westmeath defence got their signals crossed from a puck out, Kevin MacDonald was on hand to land another home point. A point apiece from Gillen and Kieran Doyle helped Westmeath into a 7-point-to-3 lead at the break. Carlo didn't do themselves any favours when free-taker Nolan failed to connect with a free in front of goal and an easy point was lost. In that half, neither side could have been happy with their shooting. Carlo registered nine wides while their rivals were four less on five. The barrow as they have done in their previous two matches, made several changes at the break. In came their leading scorer and playmaker over the last number of years in Marty Kavanagh. He made his mark immediately, knocking over a point, but Westmeath hit back almost immediately with a Killian Doyle score. Then came the moment when the visitors put real distance between themselves and Carlo. When Westmeath were awarded a penalty, Gillan stepped forward and gave Kieran Abbey no chance with an unstoppable low shot. In reply, Kavanagh was on target with two frees and a 65, but Westmeath always seemed to have the ability to hit back with points of their own. Joey Boyle with two, Killian Doyle, Niall Mitchell and Gillen all raised white flags to stamp out any suggestion of a Carlo rally. The game started in damp conditions, which made the pitch and the slither wet and greasy. At this time of year, the sun only has a minimum effect when it does come out, but it did warm a reasonable attendance who, no doubt, knew what little was at stake here. The game was played out to a conclusion without any major incidents, while players kept as close to the letter of the law as they possibly could. With the visitors leading one thirteen to 7 points, Carlo created a goal chance when Kavanagh burst in from a narrow angle on the right. Substitute keeper Connor Bracken did well and deflected the ball around his left-hand post for a 65. The resultant placed ball was converted by Kavanagh. Carlo enjoyed a good spell from there to the finish. Kevin MacDonald and Kevin Regan exchanged points. Kavanaugh converted a free. Sean Murphy fought his way through for another point. On another day, he could well have found the net. Scott Tracy and Kavanaugh completed a a four-in-a-row points haul for the home side. That was it for both sides. The real business starts next weekend when Carlo travelled to Ballycran for a vital game against Down. And the teams? Westmeath, Noel Conaty, Connor Shaw... Dara Egerton, Johnny Birmingham, Charlie McCormack, Aaron Craig, Jack Galvin, Cormac Boyle, Shane McGovern, one point, Joe Boyle, two points, Kieran Doyle, one point, Kevin Regan, two points, Derek McNicholas, Shane Williams, Jack Gillen, one goal and five points, the goal from a penalty, points from a 65 and three frees, and the subs, Niall Mitchell, one point for Williams on 33 minutes, Cillian Doyle, 2 points for McNicholas, half-time. Conor Bracken for Conaty, half-time. Owen Keyes for C Doyle, 49 minutes. Owen McCabe for J Boyle, 56 minutes. Mark Cunningham for McGovern, 59 minutes. Conor Cain for Galvin, 62 minutes. James Mulcairn for Regan, 65 minutes. Jack Galligan for Gillen, 67 minutes. Eamon Cunine for C Boyle, on 70 minutes. The Carlo team... Brian Tracy, Paul Doyle, Conor Lawler, Kean Doyle, Niall Bulger, Dermot Byrne, Jack Kavanagh, Fiachra Fitzpatrick, Conor Kew, John Doyle, Dean Tobin, Kevin Macdonald two points, Chris Nolan two points from frees, John Michael Nolan, Fiachra Tool, and the subs Marty Kavanagh six points five from frees and one from a sixty-five for J M Nolan half time, Michael Doyle for P Doyle half time. Brian Tracy for Abbey, half time. Scott Tracy, one point for Sean Olin, half time. Sean Murphy, one point for O'Toole, half time. Richard Cody for Tobin, 65 minutes. Ted Joyce for Fitzpatrick, 67 minutes. And the referee, Conor Daly, Kildare. Soccer, Nationalist Premier Division. Dolman Edge, nine goal thriller to take big step towards safety. Article by Harry Shorthose. Score, Dolman Celtic 5, Kelesian 4. Dolman took a huge step toward Premier Division safety when they edged this nine-goal thriller. Kelesian, on the other hand, made it five league games without a win. This game had it all, from nine goals to a red card in the final stages. Straight from the kick-off, Dolman were out of the traps. After a minute, a free kick from the right was hit wide. Two minutes later, a Joe Dorn effort was palmed off the crossbar by Isaac Talent. After six minutes, Kaleshin took the lead against the run of play, Mihal O'Rourke getting on the end of Adam Steed's pass. Four minutes later, dolman were level, Joe Dorn somehow putting the ball away. Fourteen minutes in, a Kieran Townsend corner kick from the right was cleared before a minute later, Townsend's effort from the right was cleared. Two minutes later, Steed went close from the right, firing in an effort from the right across the face of the box, just missing the bottom left-hand corner. However, Dragos Mamaliga came in at the back post to tap home to put Kaleshin back in front. Steed was taken down in the box on 19 minutes and netted the resulting penalty, putting it down the middle. Four minutes later, a Jason Kenny free kick from halfway was cleared. Two goals in two minutes from Dorn and Simon Doyle leveled the game with 20 minutes to go to half-time. On the half-hour mark, Steed hit the post from the right, while four minutes later, Keelan Lacey's shot was saved. Steed's effort two minutes later from the right was saved and pushed out. Townsend's corner kick from the right was saved. Two minutes before half-time, John Nangle attempted a bicycle kick, but it went wide. Nine minutes into the second half, a Dolman corner kick from the right was cleared. Five minutes later, a Steed effort from the right, from distance, was hit across the box. Just after the hour mark, Steed headed wide at the far post. Danny Thompson went close from the left, but his effort was saved and pushed out for a corner, while an O'Rourke effort from distance didn't test the goalkeeper. Owen Gorman broke down the right-hand side and fired in a cross, across the box, but Thompson couldn't get to it at the back post. With 20 minutes to go, Dahlman took the lead for the first time, when Thompson netted a penalty. Three minutes later, an O'Rourke corner kick from the right was cleared, with the rebound cross going over everyone. With 14 minutes to go, Kaleshin levelled the game once again, when an O'Rourke free kick from the right led to a scramble in the box, which Steed back-heeled into the net. An O'Rourke free kick was cleared, with a second one hit wide. With eight minutes to go, Joe Dorn scored Dolman's fifth. With five minutes to go, Isaac Talent in the collection goal was sent off for kicking out at Danny Thompson after the whistle had gone. Dorn went close in the final stages from the right when he hit an effort across the face of the box, just missing the bottom corner. In the final seconds, a Mammaliga corner kick from the right found Neil O'Callaghan, who shot over the bar. And the teams? Dolman Celtic, Jamie Hennessy, Owen Gorman, Lorcan Canavan... Patrick O'Brien, Jason Kenny, Ben Doorley, Danny Thompson, John Nangle, Joe Dorn, Simon Doyle, Keelan Lacey. The subs: Cameron Lacey, Kieran Nolan, Cole Walker, Patrick Williamson. Collection: Isaac Talent, Liam Seary, Sean Fitzpatrick, Brian Lawler, John Fleming, Ian Brennan, Kieran Townsend, Declan Bolton, Adam Steed, Mehal O'Rourke, Dragos Mamaliga. And the subs, Neil O'Callaghan, Adam Brennan, Pierce Brigazzi.